Is it cold in there? Or is that just me? Okay, never mind. I'm in Florida. And that would be the polar opposite. What's up and welcome to Empower Hour, the one place that you can always get on to get your mind right so you can get your body right so that you can achieve and attain whatever fitness and or physical, mental, spiritual, whatever kind of transformation it is that you are looking to obtain. You're going to find it right here. I'm your host, Jared Hines. And boy, today, do I got something jam-packed for you. Now, you may be wondering, okay, why on earth did you just like say, okay, it's cold in here and like you're in Florida, like are you rubbing it in? Uh, well, kind of. But at the same exact time, it is going to be the grounds and or the foundation for which this episode is actually built upon. So grab your pen, grab your paper uh, if you can. And if you cannot, well, uh, listen very, very, very intently. Why? Because there's going to be a lot of juice in this episode. Now to do a brief little recap of the last episode, we did the cause and effect law or the law of cause and effect. However it is that you want to look at it. Stating that uh, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. And uh, we related that to your weight, how to, to use that to effectively lose more weight and where your focus and attention really needs to be to yield the effects that you want to see. However, I must caution you that each one of these episodes, they cannot be just used and or focused on in a standalone manner, meaning that you cannot just use the law of cause and effect and neglect the remaining 11. You cannot do that. You can't do today's law, which is the law of polarity. You can't do law of attraction without all the others. So please do your study, do your research and Whenever I'm giving examples, put yourself in whatever scenario relates or applies to you the most and watch what happens as a sheer result of you just taking action towards your ultimate goal. This is freaking exciting. So without further ado, let's go and dive in to the law of polarity. It was always a dream of my wife and I's uh, to do the things that we really wanted to do at any one point in given time. That was the first one. And the second one was to go from this place called Nebraska to a place that was completely opposite. A place that had sun almost all of the time. A place that had bodies of water everywhere. Can you guess where we possibly ended up moving to? Well, if you said Iowa. You are not correct. <laughs> no, we ended up moving to Florida. Now, in order to make this move, some things had to happen because we were in this remote location, Nebraska, and we wanted a change. However, nothing was ever going to change unless we made that change, but we couldn't figure out fully how to make that change. So I sat there one day and I was like, okay, well, in order to actually pick up and move to Florida, because that's been a dream of ours, one, we got to have our attention and focus, not on Nebraska, we had to have it on Florida. That's the very first thing. So our first action step was to take a trip down to Florida, right? So we book a ticket, and we get on the plane and we hightail it down to Florida. 
we get to the airport and we go to a car rental place and boom, of course, had to rent a convertible. So we rent a convertible and we are on the bridge that connects Clearwater to Tampa. And we are enjoying every bit of this and we're almost experiencing it as if it was our very first time experiencing the sun, experiencing water, experiencing just all of the amazingness that Florida has to offer. We had a magnificent time. We saw different movies. We went and saw different areas of culture. We went to some Mexican food place that was just to absolutely drool for. It really was. And it was freaking phenomenal. And we loved all the people, the situations, everything. Jared, what does this have to do with my weight loss? I'm getting there. Keep listening. So our week is done and we get on the plane and we head home. By the time we got into the driveway, I asked my wife, babe, how would you like to live in Florida? She said, that would be incredible. I said, great, pack your bags, we're going. (laughs) And I kid you not, before we were in the driveway, I had already booked our one-way tickets to the Sunshine State. Still having the house to get rid of. We got cars, we have so much stuff inside of this gigantic home. We got a six-year-old at the time, and at the time, two-year-old triplets. Yes, if you didn't already know, I got now three-year-old triplets. At that point, we begin the packing process in complete astonishment that we are actually going to be moving down to the Sunshine State, to freaking Florida. Now, pay attention to this next part. Here's where stuff gets a little bit juicy. A couple weeks pass, and all of a sudden, we have a few days before we leave to Florida. We have no place to live, no place to stay. We, uh, at first, are renting down in Florida. As before we buy, we want to make sure that we actually like the place. You know, we like to visit, but do we actually like to live here? Now, (laughs) we get a few days away from our flights taking off. Our flights take off August the 3rd. We got back July the 7th. So we were at under a month before we had to be out of this house and obviously fly down to Florida. The days draw closer and we still have no place to live, no place to stay. Keep in mind, two-year-old triplets, a six-year-old. I got a wife and now we have no home, no place to stay, and our flight is taking off in just a few days. Things would get a little bit crazy, right? The average person would, uh, well, perhaps tend to freak out a little bit. Would you freak out a little bit? If it was just a few days before your flight took off and you had no place to live or to stay? Well, maybe you might, I don't know, but I did not. And the reason that I did not panic or fret or freak out is due to, like I've said this before, time and time and time again, being homeless and the lessons that I learned from that, though I'm never going back to being homeless again, it was one of my greatest assets that I could have ever not asked for, but asked for at the same exact time. Because everything, both good, bad, great, and absolutely horrible, is a result of you and me and our vibrational patterns and frequencies and we draw onto us what we focus on and fear 
yet the most. But the positive is also true. Whatever we focus on from a positive standpoint and that we want the most also ends up happening. So it says in the Bible, ask and it's given to you. Seek and you'll find. Knocking the doors will be open for anyone that asks is given. Anyone who seeks finds and anyone who does knock while the door is open. But it does not tell you what to ask for. Get me right here. It doesn't say what to ask for or what to seek for. It is the universal law that anything, both good or bad, evil or just fantastic, right? Anything that you ask for is always given. And anything you seek, you are always going to find, right? I'm sure you've been in those situations that you're just like, oh no, I don't want this to happen. I don't want this to happen. And then boom, all of a sudden the freaking thing happens, right? Knowing this, I did not panic one bit because panic would have brought about a panic situation and that would have lowered the vibrational frequencies, right? Absolutely, it would have, thus causing a negative event or scenario to unfold. Why? Because it would have to happen that way. It has to. But I knew exactly what I was asking for. We had asked for Florida and a beautiful home in Florida, one with a pool, right? And it had to have a pool. It could not ha- not have a pool. You know, if there's one thing I've learned is that uh, before you ever get an A in life, or even a B, or maybe even a C, whatever it is that you ask for, okay? Some people ask for A's, others B's, others C's, others D's. Some people ask for F's. I don't know why the F they do that, but that's probably the stupidest thing I've ever freaking heard. However, knowing that one... The words in the Bible are true. And two, knowing that the 12 immutable laws have to be true. And if they're not, then it absolutely null and voids our entire existence as human beings. It does. I trusted like I always do. And I've come to find out that uh, it's only when distrust is created that you know, like you know, like you know, despite the evidence that's around you. Like you could be broke in the bank account, right? But if you're rich in your vibration, right? You're rich in the question that you are asking. Remember anyone who asks is given? Okay, if you're rich in that and you hold true to that, despite what's going on around you, that's when this thing called miracles end up taking place. And that's when miracles show up frequently. You've heard people and some people, they have this thing called what? The Midas, say it touch where everything that they touch turns to what if you said poop (laughs) that's not correct no the answer is gold because all of us have that ability with inside of us you remember the law of vibration to where everything vibrates in a circular motion right transforming and consuming lower vibrations based off of what? The etheric world, AKA the spiritual world, the ether, the unknown gift and or blessing. Not that I'm here to preach to anyone. I mean, by all means, I will, but it's not just from a, hey, I believe this just because this is how I was raised standpoint. No, like if you look at the immutable laws, things that cannot be proven against, Okay, and you put it in conjunction with, let's say, the Bible, right? Uh, Having that 
small little mustard seed of faith, right? You can say to this mo mountain, move, and the mountain freaking moves, okay? And this is where all of life's blessings, including your fitness transformation, is had and received. And it's all from these vibrational frequencies being transformed and consumed, thus bringing about other like vibrational patterns based off of the etheric world around you. That's crazy. But anyways, back to the story. Few days before we leave for Florida, all of a sudden we get a phone call. And I kid you not, I almost didn't answer it. Why? Because we don't uh, typically answer those potential spam calls, right? No, nobody does. Well, that was almost me. And then I realized that when you ask for something, whether it be your fitness transformation, whether it be more money, whether it be the spouse, whether it be whatever it is that you're asking for, right? You have to be responsive to absolutely everything that is around you. Not reactive. Remember last episode that went over the difference between react and respond? Okay. So we haven't gotten that far in the laws just quite yet, but responding to everything that presents itself once you ask for something is hands down the most important part of the entire process. And to understand the immutable laws, to understand what the Bible is even saying, you have to understand how to respond. Well, I almost neglected this. I'm so glad I did not. But because I did so, and because I held strong to the truth, and the truth was, there is a house that is prepared for me. And it's been prepared. I just needed to become that version of me who could respond to everything that was happening once I asked for it versus the one who would just react and decline the call. Hello, is this Jared? Uh, yes, it is. Uh, may I ask who's calling? Uh, this is so-and-so. And I just want to call and let you know I received your application and um, I was going over everything and think that you guys would be a perfect candidate for my rental property. Here's the rent the deposit and uh, the last month's rent total. And if you can send that over to me, the house is yours. And I was like, what house is it? So the lady, she gave me the address and we looked it up and we said, heck yes. Where do we send the money to? So we sent the money off and with just two days before our flight took off, we now had signed a lease, paid the money, and now we were official renters in this house that met all of our aspects of criteria, which is fantastic. And it didn't necessarily blow our minds. Instead, it caused this affirmation of anything that you ask for is given to you. Anything you seek, you find, anything that you knock on is gonna be open to you. Yes, you may not know how, you're gonna lose the weight, or you may not know how you're gonna find the job or get the money that you want or whatever it is. But what I do know is we did one thing in this story 
that is so powerful that it often gets overlooked because uh, it really seems stupid to even think about it because it's so much common sense like oh my gosh and it was the law of this episode which is the law of polarity now check this out here's the definition of the law of polarity it says everything is on a continuum you remember when we went over in the previous episodes a continuum time space and matter everything is on that continuum and everything does yes have an opposite for every action there's an equal and opposite reaction right and it says we can suppress and transform the undesirable thoughts by concentrating on its opposite pole it is the law of mental vibration okay so we have the law of vibration right but now we have this law of polarity that locks in and solidifies the law of vibration in a world where your attention is everywhere i think everybody got add man i can say that because technically and medically i do i don't know if that's true or not but doctors say that it is okay whatever but there are so many things competing for yours and my attention both that we get easily distracted okay we result to plan b's plan c's we always have the fallback route uh, if i don't lose the weight i can always fall back to a place of lower vibration that i know for sure is real because i can make 100 sense that my lower vibrational frequencies and everything that it's brought into my life i can validate it i can verify it I can make sense of it through what? The five senses. Therefore, it must be real. Now that's the thing, is that there are too many people, you may be one of them. I was one of them once upon a time. No longer am I going ever back to that train of thought. Heck no, why? Because we are creators. You must create. The creator made creation to create. But first, it's up to creation to have the will and be disciplined enough to first know and understand what needs to be created. But the last part to this is it all stems and derives from the creative source of all creation, a.k.a. the etheric, a.k.a. the spiritual realm, a.k.a. God himself. You have to create your fitness transformation long before you have it here. Like you have to create it. Okay, you have to create the millions or billions or even trillions of dollars in you first before you have it here. You need to be wealthy inside long before you have wealth on the outside. You need to be in order to be. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. But in doing this, it requires faith just a tiny little bit. Like, I'm talking real faith. Not like, oh, 
Like, I, yeah, I'm going to go and lose weight, and then, oh, two weeks I'm doing really good, and then, whew, I'm going to put my faith in a piece of pizza to fill me up. Just to have the ramifications unfold right in front of you. Because a piece of pizza doesn't align with a high vibrational frequency. At least one of absolute health, energy, prosperity, and abundance. No, it does not. I'm not saying that somebody who has those things can't have a slice of pizza. For sure they can. But have enough of it. And those lower vibrations will transform and consume the higher ones to bring about more of its likewise counterparts, right? Low vibrational frequencies are absolute lies perceived as truth. Hoo-wee, that's some powerful stuff right there. <sighs> what is true? True is the highest possible vibrational frequency pattern that can possibly be conjured up by any one person at any one point in given time. That is absolute truth. Knowing this, I knew darn well that if we wanted to be in Nebraska, we would have to have the Nebraska vibes, right? No, we wanted to be in Florida. In fact, we were in Florida long before we even initiated the process of leaving Nebraska. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? There was a seed that was planted almost 10 years ago that finally ended up sprouting. And because it sprouted, it had no room for the Nebraska seed to be there any longer. Why? Because the higher vibrational frequencies transformed and consumed the others and then brought about situations and scenarios that were unique unto itself. Hence, hello, Florida. Hello, sunshine. Hello, the tan. Because you better believe the tan comes with the vibrational frequencies of the sun out all of the time, right? The polar opposite of Nebraska is Florida, right? All four seasons in one freaking minute to now one season all of the time. That seems pretty opposite to me, doesn't it? For sure. From going to nothing but dry land and corn to palm trees and beaches. That seems pretty opposite, doesn't it? For sure it does. Hence, therefore, follows the law of polarity, which locked in the mental vibration of what we were already feeling, the people who we are already become. We had become Floridians long before we moved down to Florida. Therefore, a Floridian belongs in Florida. That's where they belong. I'm going to start calling myself a Mexican soon because I love me some Mexico. Yes, yes, I do. To all my Mexican peeps out there, ooh, I love y'all. I do, I do. That's my, my favorite people in the world. I tell you what. But that has nothing to do with this episode, I suppose. Or maybe it does. Who knows? Hmm, interesting. But with that being said, all you must do to lock in your vibrational frequency is focus on the polar opposite of whatever it is that you have now. If you desire something more, then focus on its opposite. Okay, if you've been struggling to lose weight, okay, then focus on its opposite. Its opposite is not losing weight. Its opposite is actually becoming a person who weighs X amount. So if you're trying to lose 60 pounds and it's not working for you, okay, instead of focusing on that, to the blind eye, Gaining 60 pounds might be the opposite of losing 60 pounds. No. The opposite would be your weight 
minus the 60 pounds constructed in a positive outlook. Because remember, for every action, there's equal and opposite reaction. You must find the negative if you want the positive. And this could be the single one-handed thing that is holding you back from actually obtaining your transformation, actually having that little tiny amount of belief and or faith in order to invoke these immutable laws. Like, oh my gosh. So if you've been struggling to lose weight and you say, oh, I'm trying to lose weight. Okay, stop trying to lose weight and start trying to be the person who's 60 pounds lighter. So if you weigh 200 pounds and you're wanting to lose 60 pounds, then instead of losing 60 pounds, the opposite is weighing 140. Notice how it went from losing a negative, right? To a positive, which is gaining a 140 pound transformation. Super crazy. So if you've been having struggles with that, reword the words that you say. Reward your question that you ask. Because, shoot, there's a great book. And it does say, whatever you ask for, it's given to you. <laughs> and that's going to wrap up this episode. God bless you, my friend. God keep you. We'll look forward to seeing you on the very next episode of Empower Hour. The one place where you can get your mind right so you can get your body right so that you can obtain whatever it is that you wanted to obtain, whether it be your transformation, your physical, your mental, your spiritual, whatever it is, boo-boo, you can always find it here. And my name is Jared. Yeah. What am I talking about? My name is Jared Isa. I am your host, and we're going to have a fantastic rest of the day. Go out, kick some ass, my friend. Raise them vibrations. Focus on what it is that you want and not what you don't want. Lock it in and watch this magnificent life unfold right before you. See you on the next episode of Empower.